Thanks for listening to Hanging With The Sultanas Podcast Con Mama and Dada This is the Gracias, Ariela. Familia, if you're anything like us, we have a lot of questions about this pandemic. Mm -hmm. For example, how can we best protect our family? When will it be safe for our kids to physically go to school again? Is the vaccine even safe? Does it even protect you against the new variants of COVID-19? How about this one? Will coronavirus ever die? <laughs> or is it going to be a part of our life forever just like the flu is? On this episode, we hope to get answers to these important questions. Thanks to the help of our awesome guest, Dr. Edgar Chavez, coming up next. Before we begin, I'd like to thank God for allowing us to hang out with you again. My name is Shaboy Edgar, and this is my wonderful wife, Janet. Hola. Bienvenido, Dr. Chavez. Thank you. Thank you very much. Happy to be here. Thank you so much. My wife is being a warrior right now because she just came back from the dentist literally five minutes ago. <laughs> oh, wow. I can't feel the right side, but I'm all good. <laughs> the right side of my cheeks. <laughs> si habla medio raro, es because half of her mouth is just Si numb. estoy babiando, me dices. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Chavez, thank you for being on with us. You have such an amazing personal story, your career. We thank you first and foremost for serving our community, especially during these times in the middle of a pandemic. But Dr. Chavez, you're an immigrant from El Salvador. You graduated from Stanford University's medical school, Ivy League. Ecumi, what's your name? Eh, realmente eres todo un orgullo <laughs> latino. So felicidades por eso, hermano. Thank you very much. I'm, I'm very uh, happy. I was given the opportunities and, you know, uh, fortune favors the prepared. So as long as you're prepared, you're going to be able to go far. Amen to that. And now you've been in the front lines fighting versus COVID-19 as you serve one of the hardest hit communities in the U.S., which is South Central L.A., Los Angeles area. I mean, been terribly hit. A few days ago, you and I were having a conversation. I remember asking you, hey, is this COVID-19 ever going to go away? Is it ever going to die or is it going to be around forever? Mm. Yeah, I know. It's, it's a question that a lot of our patients ask. You know, they're, they're so tired of being quarantined. They're so tired of staying at home. They uh, want to go back to normal, right? Everybody is talking about how can we go back to normal? When will this happen? You know, uh, and the experts right now are telling us that unfortunately COVID-19 is going to be with us for a while uh, just because of, of the nature. You know, you see in the news how we had different variants now where the uh, virus is mutating, it's changing. Uh, and so it's going to become sort of like the flu, you know, it, it, several years ago when we had the H1N1 flu, uh, everybody thought, oh, we're going to get a vaccine and it's going to go forever, right? We're never going to see it again. Well, unfortunately, it's been almost 10 years since we had the H1N1 and it's become part of our routine viruses that we get. And nowadays, you don't even know that you're getting vaccinated through the regular flu shot. 
you're getting vaccinated for the H1N1 every year. You didn't no even know way. that. Because, yeah, because mm. that's how the, you know, the evolution of this uh, uh, vaccine for the flu has evolved. And so eventually, you know, it may be that you're getting vaccinated for the coronavirus along with the flu shot. You know, it, it's, it's really odd how these viruses become part of our lives. And then we eventually we learn to live with them, right? These things are in this world just like us, right? They're trying to survive and we just need to be a step ahead so that they don't make us sick so that we don't die. You know what's crazy to me about what you just said is that the virus keeps mutating and what we hear are new strands, right? More contagious, more fierce, et cetera, out of the UK, South Africa, Brazil, et cetera. It's like the virus is just like us. We're both trying to live and we're all just (laughs) adapting Mm -hmm. and the virus is trying to adapt to avoid our defenses, right? Our antibodies, our immune system, and now vaccines and so on and so forth. Speaking about the vaccine, President Biden vowed to get 100 million people vaccinated in his first 100 days in office and to also reopen schools in that same amount of time. First of all, before I ask you if it works on these variant COVID-19 strands, what would you say in the simplest form? What is the purpose and how does the vaccine work? So this vaccine is brand new. It's called an mRNA vaccine. So one of the greatest things that was invented almost 10 years ago is this concept of inserting a piece of instruction in a cell that gets injected into our bodies. When it goes in there, it creates the protein that's around the virus. So our body learns to recognize it. It's been tested. It's very safe. When the vaccine goes into our bodies, they're not really injecting anything uh, foreign. They're not injecting anything that's virus related. They're basically just almost like sending a fax to somebody that shows you, hey, this is a letter, right? And that's exactly what's going in our bodies. You're never going to get the, the, the coronavirus from the vaccine, as opposed to like the polio vaccine, right? The polio vaccine is actually a piece of the virus that has been heat killed that goes into you. And there's always a chance that it could reactivate. This new technology came at a time in our history that is really going to save our butts, you know, because this technology... Uh, is safer. The anti-vaxxers can't say, oh, you know, they're injecting the virus or they're injecting something foreign. It really isn't. It's just a message for your own body to create the protein and then the immune system to recognize it. Oh, doctor, did you already get vaccinated for COVID? Yes, I did. I got uh, my two doses of the Pfizer vaccine. Uh, two weeks ago, I got my second dose. And, you know, within two weeks, I tested myself and I had antibodies. I have ne- fortunately you know, I've been seeing patients, I've been uh, around people who have COVID. And fortunately, I never got infected with COVID. So mm-hmm. I know that it's 100% the vaccine that created these antibodies two weeks later. So that means that I am protected. People need to understand that once you get the vaccine, you're not immune to getting the coronavirus. It's just that you are going to still possibly get the coronavirus, but your immune system is so ready to fight it that you get it, it'll knock it out in one to two days and you're not going to get sick. That is the thing that this virus is doing for us. Meaning that the symptoms aren't going to be as severe with the vaccine versus you're not You're not going to get to the point. Correct. You're not going to get to the point where this vaccine is going to overwhelm your body and you're going to get pneumonia. You're not going to get all these other bad consequences from the virus. That's what we want. Mm -hmm. Uh, Also, we are hoping that your body is going to 
killed the virus so quickly that you're not going to have a chance to infect other people, right? Instead of being sick for 10 days where you could come in contact with hundreds of people, possibly you are going to be sick for maybe two to four days, two to five days, where the, the infection is going to drop down for other people. And that's how we tame this pandemic. Two things I want to talk about since you've taken the vaccine. Which vaccine did you take and did you have any side effects or what did you feel the next few days after taking the vaccine? So I took the Pfizer vaccine, which is uh, you get uh, the first dose and then 21 day, days later, you get the second dose. When I took the first dose, the only thing that I had was muscle ache at the site of injection. That's pretty much it. I didn't feel any fatigue or fever, nothing. Everything was cool. Uh, I had it for maybe two days and then was completely gone as if I got nothing, right? Then when I took the second dose, I did get a little bit more muscle soreness. I was a little bit more fatigued. I had a couple of chills, a little bit of body ache, but really no fever, nothing that was knocking me down. Right? I was able to still go to work. Uh, and these symptoms only lasted for two days. Oh, and doctor, these symptoms, do they vary within different people? Because for example, the flu shot, you most likely will get symptoms like if you're getting the flu. But, but they'll go away. They'll quickly. go away. But does it vary from person to person, or like your symptoms, or is it pretty Absolutely. similar? Oh, okay. Absolutely. It all depends on what shape your immune system is in, right? And one of the things that we have to tell you is that these side effects are actually not side effects from the vaccine per se, but it's actually side effects from your body reacting to making those antibodies to the vaccine, right? So if you were if you were one of those lucky people that doesn't get any symptoms, that just means that your immune system is very efficient. It creates the antibodies, but it doesn't create very much fuss, right? Mm -hmm. For other people, their antibody uh, a creation in their immune system is a little bit more prolonged, and sometimes that can cause more symptoms, but it only means that your, that your, your organism, your body is actually working towards creating those antibodies. So it's a good thing that you're having these uh, reactions. The people that you hear that had side effects that we call from from uh, from the vaccine are those people who are allergic to it. Somehow their immune system recognizes the vaccine in a very, very exaggerated way. And they get these, uh, um, these side effects that could be life-threatening. But again, that is such a small percentage of people. And we have ways to stop that, you know, with steroids, with Benadryl, all these different things that they can give you. So the likelihood of you dying from the vaccine is so much lower, right? than you dying from actually getting coronavirus if you didn't have the vaccine. So what I'm understanding here, Dr. Chavez, is you get the vaccine and with this new technology called mRNA, which is basically a fake virus. It's not real. It's mm -hmm. just a way to show your body almost like it's a war, right? It shows your body, hey, we want you to recognize the enemy. It looks like this. Mm -hmm. So then your body goes, got it. I'm recording it. I'm going to go build an army now to fight this enemy so that when I see it again, I have the army, a.k.a. antibodies, ready to go to attack it and kill it within a day or two so that way I don't feel all the symptoms of the coronavirus. Does that make sense? Totally. Absolutely. That's 100%. That's exactly what's happening. And, and then contrast that with somebody who gets the virus. Now you're behind the eight ball because you have to create brand new antibodies. You have to prime your immune system. And that can take up to 14 days. By the time you get to build that army that you're talking about, it may be too late. 
you already have pneumonia, you're already in the ICU intubated, you're already so sick, right, by that time that you have less of a chance of actually coming on the other side of the infection. So that's why vaccines are so important because you're priming your body to be ready for fight. How long can the vaccine protect you for? Like the flu shot, they recommend it once a year. What are we thinking about the COVID-19 vaccine? So as of right now, they're thinking that it could potentially last between nine and 12 months. Natural immunity, right? When you, that means that natural immunity means you get infected by a virus, you survive it and you create antibodies. And then if you get infected again, you fight it really easily, right? Natural immunity only lasts about two to three months. That's what they're looking at right now. And so that's why even if you've been infected, they still recommend that you get the vaccine because you get this extra protection. All right, Dr. Chavez, coming up next, I would like to ask you to make something clear. If somebody gets the vaccine, do they still have to wear a mask to protect themselves and others? And can they still get infected with the coronavirus and infect others, even though they've been vaccinated. And same applies for somebody that got the coronavirus. Can they still get infected? Because some people are like, hey, I got the vaccine. Check. Or I got COVID. I'm going to go live crazy now. No mask. Go out and party because I'm good. Which we have seen some people on social media do. (laughs) Coming up next, we'll dive into that. Also, do you believe it will be safe for our children to go back to school within the next 100 days? All right, Dr. Chavez, I'm sure like many of our listeners have seen and we have seen when somebody gets infected with coronavirus and gracias a Dios sobreviven and they're feeling better and their antibodies kicked in and they were able to beat it. A lot of them are going out traveling, living life as quote unquote back in the day, the normal days. Some people may assume the same thing. Hey, I got the vaccine. I don't have to wear a mask. I can be around a lot of people. I can just go out and party again and so on and so forth or whatever it is, right? Socialize, et cetera, et cetera. What is the recommendation from the CDC? What are experts like yourself recommending? Do you still need to wear a mask? Do you still need to be careful? Can you still infect others even though you have the vaccine or you had coronavirus? And you beat it? Yes. So let's uh, let's talk a little bit about what the vaccine does, right? So we said uh, it creates antibodies so that you can fight the infection, right? So what does that mean? It means that you could still get infected. You could still get the coronavirus. The vaccine is not a magic bullet or a shield that protects you 100% from the coronavirus. It just means that when you get it, you will survive because you have that army of antibodies fighting it, right? So Uh, Thinking that once you get the vaccine or you've been infected in the past, that you can avoid wearing a mask, no social distance, none of these things that are preventing you from getting COVID the natural way, let's say, right? Those are false. You still need to wear a mask, have social distance, because you do not want to come across somebody who is infected, who has the COVID, and it's going to give it to you because what's going to happen is Yes, you had the vaccine. Yes, you possibly were infected before and you have the antibodies. And yes, you will survive. But there's a potential that you're going to take that virus, right, that you are going to still have, that you can still give to other people. Because just because you have the vaccine, just because you got infected doesn't mean you don't shed the virus. You don't infect other people. You do. 
somebody might be asking right now, listening to this, then what's the point mm-hmm. of doing the vaccine if we still have to live as if we were under quarantine, meaning social distance, wear a mask, etc. And from my understanding from what you're saying is the vaccine is still important because it's going to stop from so many people dying. Mm-hmm. It's just like like the flu. You still people still get the flu, but just l- a lot less people die from it because so many of us are vaccinated for the flu. Is that correct? Correct. So if you go back and you look and you look at how many people have died from coronavirus, I think we're like four hundred thousand and yes. five, some four hundred and five thousand, something like that, something crazy, right? If you had vaccinated everybody and you've gotten through that threshold of seventy percent people vaccinated back in January, right? You probably would cut that all the way down to possibly ten, twenty thousand people that would have died. That's what the vaccine does. It basically protects us because remember what I said earlier, if you have the vaccine, you get infected, you're going to fight it so quickly, right? That you're not going to be infectious for a very long period of time and you're not going to give it to other people. So instead of you potentially, let's say you don't wear a mask, let's say you don't do social distance, you're going to, instead of giving it to a hundred people, because you shorten the time that you're infectious, you're only going to give it to 10 people, 20 people. So that is going to tamp down on the infection. You're going to be controlling how many people are getting sick, how many people end up in the emergency room, eventually in the ICU. So that's why it's important to get vaccinated because you are playing the long game at this point, right? You're not looking at, I want to go uh, and have my normal life now. You're looking at it. Okay, guys, let's get everybody vaccinated. Let's get that 70% of people vaccinated so that we can all live in an environment where we can all tolerate getting infected from the coronavirus because the coronavirus is not going to disappear. It's just not a realistic goal. Wow. Doctor, um, is this vaccine going to be mandatory? Because I have a lot of friends, a lot of mommy friends that... Don't believe in vaccines, period. And they're all about holistic ways with their kids. But I'm also very nervous to enroll our daughters into school when that time comes around and knowing that some of these kids may not be vaccinated and how, like, it makes me really nervous just thinking of the whole concept of, like, is that kid vaccinated? Is that kid, you know? Well, I think one thing we need to make clear about kids and vaccinations, and Dr. Chavez, you can clear this up, but there's a certain age you need to be to get the COVID vaccine. Is that correct? Correct. Uh, Pfizer is 16 and the Moderna is 18 years old. So right now, because kids haven't been, you know, too affected, uh, you know, with the bad consequences of COVID, they've decided to almost exclude this population and just focus on the people who are at the highest risk, right? Eventually, my hunch is that they are going to approve a vaccine for kids that at some point might be mandatory to go to school, right? Mm. That you will not be able to go to school unless you have the vaccine. Without including kids, getting to that 70% of herd immunity that we called where you have a lot of the people vaccinated to protect those who are not vaccinated. If you don't include kids, it's going to be difficult to get there. To your point, is it going to be mandatory? That's a very difficult question. (laughs) What's going to happen though, what's going to happen is that maybe when you want to fly, right? When you want to go somewhere, they're going to say, we're going to let you in 
to the plane if you show us your vaccination card, oh. right? So the, the, the private companies can actually do that. Uh, and so that may be a way to sort of have this very informal mandatory uh -huh. uh, because it, you're going to get to enjoy real life only if you're vaccinated. So in summary, the vaccine gives you the armor to be able to fight off COVID-19 in these different strands. By the way, I love that analogy that you made. <laughs> right? To go to war. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, and I'm because I'm, I'm trying to simplify it for everybody, right? Because it's been difficult for me to understand. But so it gives you the armor. It doesn't mean it can't attack you or hurt you initially. But the amount of time or the window of you being infected is going to be super short compared if you don't have the vaccine. Therefore, because the window's so short and so small, the chance of you infecting other people is also reduced to a very small amount. And if you multiply that times millions of people getting the vaccine, the infections are going to go way down. And that's really the goal that I'm understanding behind this vaccine. Correct, Dr. Chavez? Correct. Because if you and, you know, one of the other huge benefits of having everybody vaccinated is that right now, the reason why we're seeing so many different types of COVID happening which we expected. The scientist says, this is coming, prepare for it, right? But one of the reasons why that has accelerated where we're getting different types is because the virus is getting a higher time and a higher chance to experiment on us because there's so many infections, right? There's so many people that are running around with COVID that just by chance, it infects somebody that has a little bit of a different immune system. The virus takes advantage of that, changes itself, so they can infect more people. Now, if you put the vaccine now into this context and you have less people being infected, less time, the virus has less of an opportunity to learn from us, less of a chance that we're going to have different types that could potentially cause us more harm. Perfect. And as we wrap this up, Dr. Chavez, and this has been amazing. Thank you so much. Three last questions for you. <laughs> one, one, do you believe that our children will be able to go back to school within the next 100 days as President Biden wants it to be? Yes, I think the strategy is that we get enough people, adults vaccinated, that we drive down that number of infections. So now the kids are not getting those infections, right? So even though they're not vaccinated, the people around them, the herd immunity that's protecting them, it's going to be there, right? But again, we all have to get to that 70%. We have to encourage people to get vaccinated so that these kids are protected by default, sort of, right? Because now we have all the adults around them not giving them COVID. Right. And so, yes, that's potentially can happen. Okay. Second question. There could be many of our listeners right now that say, I don't trust the vaccine because normal vaccines take two to three years for approval. But this vaccine got approved way too fast. Me van a salir cuernos o sí. voy a hablar como hombre o... Ay, ojalá. Entonces sí me la voy a tomar yo. But what can you say to those people that are saying that, Dr. Chavez, there's not enough research for this vaccine. Therefore, I don't trust it. One of the things that people have to understand is the technology that we're using for the vaccine has been around for 10 to 12 years already. Okay, so this is not new. It's been true and tested to be safe uh, by virtue of Pfizer and Moderna vaccinating 40,000 people of different races, ages, all the, you know, they hit all the marks, right? It has been proven to be safe. Now, we 
in California, for example, we vaccinated more than 1.4 million people, right? The, the people who've gotten side effects or bad consequences is so low, right? So this vaccine, even though it feels like we, we fast-tracked it, you know, we, in six months, we have a vaccine that's ready to go. All of the things that needed to happen to assure the public that there was safety happened. That's amazing information to know because it's peace of mind. Like, I had no idea that was going on. So now it's like, okay, there's a reason why they're bringing it out quickly. Yeah. Last question, Dr. Chavez. How can we protect our families? What vitamins do you recommend that we take on the daily to avoid us getting hit and knocked down by the coronavirus? Absolutely. So for kids, vitamin C uh, and vitamin D, uh, which they can get free from the sun. As long as they get 50 minutes, 30 minutes of sunlight, you're making your own vitamin D. Um, And then vitamin C, uh, if you want to do it naturally, oranges, kiwis, things that are high, you know, uh, high vitamin C content. Uh, For the adults, we recommend that you include zinc uh, in your in your multivitamin. Uh, And that's pretty much it. There's really nothing magic or anything. Uh, Getting plenty of sleep, drinking lots of water, Things that are free, you know, that you can do to boost your immune system so that if you do get infected, uh, you can fight it. But always, always wear a mask, social distance, stay at home if at all possible. Vitamin C, D as in David, and zinc. Mm -hmm. Correct. Got it. And... A shot of tequila, Dr. Chavez? Oh, those? <laughs> <laughs> Ahorita me caería bien for my cheek. <laughs> That's swollen. <laughs> you look cute, babe. Dr. Chavez, Thanks. thank you so much for taking the time out of your very busy day to be able to inform. I think that's one of the best ways also that we can protect our families is knowing this information. It's important. Look, at the end of the day, you, our listener, you're going to make the choice that you believe is best for yourself and your family and zero judgment. On, on any of that but it's good to be informed whatever decision you move forward in making at least now it's an educated decision and you know more information Absolutely. and that was our purpose for this episode dr edgar chavez un orgullo latino thank you and your entire staff and all your colleagues for all that you're doing may god bless you guys and your family thank you doctor we're so proud of you and thank you for always being here <laughs> for our family we appreciate you Thank you. My pleasure. Thank you so much for for giving me the opportunity to inform. How can our listeners contact you if uh, they have any further questions, Dr. Chavez? Do you have social media? Do you have email? Your clinic? Yes. You know, everything is on our website. If they go there, it has phone number, everything. It's www.uchcla.org. And everything is there. Perfect. We'll post it in the description section of this episode so y'all can see it there. Dr. Chavez, bendiciones. Y hasta la Thank próxima. You. Great info. All right. I don't know about you guys, but I needed to be more informed in that way. And I think a lot of our fears come from lack of information. Yeah. Entonces, hopefully y'all enjoyed it. Thank you for your continued support. We love you guys. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast. Leave a comment on the Apple Podcast platform. And if you can, please share our podcast on your social media. If you want to find us on social media. Yeah, just go to hashtag losotelos or losotelos.com. Que los bendiga. Remember to love, serve, and celebrate each other. Animo y echenle ganas. Thanks for listening to Hanging With Losotelos Podcast. Some fast things.